Welcome back to Random Witchcraft with your hosts, Vix. And Kelly, word up, people. Make sure you check. Stay tuned till the end for some bonus content. Today's episode, we're going to dive into the plethora of choices when it comes to money magic and prosperity. And of course, abundance. Abundance and money magic always go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, so does prosperity. Pretty much do include each other. No. Never. You lie to me. It's okay, you're just crazy. I think it's true. Murder. Ritual murder. Yes, I'll sacrifice you to the goddesses. So with money magic, it is, in some eyes, very taboo. Well... Mm, some eyes, yeah, others, you know what, it's all on the person, because, frankly, who are we to judge? We don't know what the person's going through, we don't know if, and it, they may not be asking for, like, winning the freaking lottery. They might just be asking just enough money to come their way. To cover their bills for the month. You know, sometimes we need a little help. When we don't exactly know what to do. True. Very true. And necessarily, abundance and prosperity doesn't necessarily always mean money. It can also represent a terrible you know, neighbor bringing extra food that they had. Yeah. Or clothing for, you know, X amount, you know, reason. Having food on the table. Pretty much, yeah. Sometimes we need that. Sometimes we like to eat. Most people like to eat. No. It, it depends. It depends. Because a lot of people end up feeling like, oh... You're asking for something selfish and greedy. And just like we learned from Santa Muerte, why not ask what you really want from the gods and goddesses and not be fake about it? Because you end up saying, oh, you know, I just want to, you know, help me get a little cash flow in my life and I'll, you know, give some to, you know, a representable charity. Like, do we really go through with that? If the money does come our way, do we end up really doing what we said we were going to do? Yeah, there's definitely, if you're going to make an offering, stick with that offering. Well, or like, you know, I said, we learned about Santa Marta last time. Santa Marta rather have you being honest and say, hey, I just want the money just because I want to, you know, spoil myself or my kids. Let's be honest about it. Why hide behind a fake pretense? If you are connected to the gods and goddesses, then why not be your authentic self? Yeah. And with all magic, if you were trying to do the spell, 
it's not going to do the work for you. You also have to do the work too. You have to get your hands dirty and get into the nitty gritty of the things. So I guess I'm just going to have to go do those contract shows then, huh? Maybe. Hmm. I'm joking. I'm joking. I would never do that. There is definitely a plethora of different areas you can do if you want to actually do money magic. There's different ways you can do it, whether it be a conjure bag or grigri bag. There's candle magic. There are money bowls. The money bowls, yes. And some similar ones where you literally take a piece of your money and you anoint it with a specific oil and you tell it to return with its friends when you spend it. I have heard of that one. Then also there's the one that, you know, my mom used to do, which was you end up signing all the odd number bills out of your wallet or purse and you shove those in an envelope. That would mean ones and fives. At the end, the serial numbers? You didn't say that. <laughs> I Sorry, I was getting to that, but you were just, you know. Like, yes, put all your ones and fives in an envelope. Actually, that's kind of a good idea. Because those get add up quick. Mm-hmm. But besides the point, um, and if you have, if you were lucky enough to have a two-dollar bill, you end up putting that with the envelope. You put that in a place that nobody touches, and you say, "When I come back to this place, when I need to clean this area, more money show up here." Do you want to know where that place was that my mom used to freaking do it? In your pocket? N no. She used to always make sure that when it was close to my payday, she would do laundry. So when you put money in your pockets and forget about it, like mm -hmm. you always do? Yes, uh-huh. It, it's always fun to, like, find random money Yeah, she pocket. found one time my whole paycheck. Love you, Mom, but that was just mean. <laughs> oh, parents. Funny that. They like to end up, you know, telling you, hey, you should save your money, but then... Then they just end up jacking it from you when you... You accidentally leave a load of laundry in the washer. I know the... The main reason that gave me the idea for this episode was mm -hmm. the book Financial Sorcery by Jason Miller. Yes. Amazing book. Definitely, if you follow what is in the book, it's definitely going to put you to work. Well, like a lot of our elders used to say, When you go into business, you got to spend money to make money. You got to pinch Mr. Lincoln 
because his nose bleeds. Or else how in the world are you going to end up going on that European vacation? A vacation where you're peeing? Yes. Yes, European. Let me get the mop. Eh. You know, I one time, one time, and it was funny as hell, I used to tell, like, one of my friends was like, if you continue not wanting to freaking put in the work, what do you expect? I was like, you know what, I'm going to expect me to find me a 60-year-old man that's rich and make sure that I take care of him until his last dying breath, and then he leaves me everything. Screw the rest of the kids. <laughs> a 60-year-old man. Yes. This is when I was 19, okay? Like, yes, let's let's evaluate that and now use some therapy on this one. A 60-year-old man now. Yeah, it looks like, like I have some that's daddy not that old. issues. That's only 20 years. Still. That would be like us dating a 20-year-old. But with more experience. And probably a couple more gray hairs. A couple? Hey, some people never get gray hair. Meh. But, you know, that's what I said to my, to a couple of my friends at 19. And they just looked at me they're like, yeah, we could see you doing that. I was like, rude. Well, sometimes we gotta work to make our money. Sometimes we do things that we're not very proud and of. And then the song, She Works Hard for the Money, comes in my head. But, yeah. <laughs> yes, looking to find a, a rich suitor, a rich old suitor, is not a viable income. Are you sure? Do we really need to go into dive into the world of like, you know, some of these sugar babies that are out there and are in these freaking apps? Majority of the older people that and elderly people that I know are broker than me. Sometimes you don't end up with a sugar daddy. You, you end up with a Splenda Papa. Not even a Splenda Papa, a glucose daddy, man. It would be a glucose father. Well, depending on the age. Or you end up with the father. As in a priest. That's not allowed to hold any money. Or objects. Are or you sure? Things. Because, uh... I've seen priests with credit cards. They're not supposed to. What religion, like... Catholic. Catholic priests are allowed to hold money now. They get paid. I thought everything was... provided for them. Uh... Yeah, everything's provided for them, like... They have a house while they're still in the priesthood. And they get food. But when they leave the priesthood and they're basically with nothing, they ended up rethinking it because there was a lot of 
homeless priest. So they rethought about it, and then they said, well, maybe we could let them have, like, a paycheck. So when they retire, they have something to fall back on. That's interesting. This is why some, you know, some other, you know, religions end up, you end up seeing the freaking pastor or freaking, you know, Bentley. You're like, how about? We will, I will not get into that today. <laughs> yeah. There are some very simple spells that you could do, like writing onto a bay leaf. Yeah, riding onto a bay leaf. Riding... What you want, whether it be abundance, prosperity, or plain money, or money. Like my aunt used to ride on the on the bay leaf. The amount of money she wanted to find out in the street. There's also the options of like a golem, or a servitor. Hmm. Creating a spirit. Which is a fun, thing. fun but yet tricky. It's a very tricky process, and some people, when because they are meant to be temporary, they kind of feel bad when they're pretty much retiring or killing their servitor. Some don't. There are the possibilities of long-term servitors for, like, protection. Yeah, I, I know somebody that has one that's for protection and finding things that they've lost. And, well, if you get in with the fairy folk, you can also have them... Help you find no. lost things. No. I am tight with the fairy folk and they still freaking make my stuff disappear. Well, if you give them things, maybe they'll return things. I give them a whole bowl of, like, here's pretty shiny things. Obviously, that was not what they wanted. No. They like to end up freaking running amok with my books. Maybe find them books. Hey, if they obviously like books, maybe find them books that they can have. I just had to find all the nerdy fairy folk that are like, hmm, book. You just reminded me of Hocus Pocus, and we're not getting onto that tirade. Why? Because the way that I did it? Book. Book. You know they're coming out with the Hocus Pocus 3. That doesn't help the conversation. Well, it, it's just an interesting little tidbit. But we're also very random and chaotic, so... I'm pretty sure they they, they know eventually we're just going to be like, Yeah, this... 
Yeah, there are plenty of things that we you can use for candle magic or money magic. Candle magic is one of them. And herbs and stones and minerals. Making your own oil to dab to oil. dab on your Yeah. Well Actually there you could also use puppets. Or magic dolls. Yeah. Puppets. Puppets are interesting, but puppets will make a life of their own if you're not careful with your words. Hey, like with all magic, it does what you say. That's why you gotta be very careful with the words you use. Hmm. True. But then again, you know, there's some spells for money magic that are I'm a little extreme. Yeah. Like, you know, sacrifice a chicken or a snake. I don't know where you found those, but yeah, those are not a recent development because um, us witches don't normally do sacrificing of animals outside of Santeria or Depending voodoo. on, you know, what you practice. I'm sorry, honey. Like, uh, ritual sacrifices are, you know, made. It's not like they do not get a willing participant. Because I'm pretty sure they just don't grab Nilly Willy, some snake or freaking chicken, and be like, you gonna be the next sacrifice. Maybe. And if they do, I'm pretty sure they thank them for their sacrifice and use every part of it. Well, that's... That is a very witchy thing to do. It's also a very... Native American thing to do. Plus, all magic tends to revert back to the fact of the matter is it goes back to the very nitty gritty core of everything. Where it just ends up you use what you have to make the best of what you need. You may not be able to, you know, end up getting the crystals, oils, candles, but you have a simple bay leaf. Write what you want on the bay leaf. Burn it. Don't burn it. Stick it in your wallet. Some people stick it in the wallet until it disintegrates. And then that's how you know your spell worked. Or it's time to refresh. Usually if it's time to refresh because nothing happened, that means you weren't doing the effort that it needed you to do. Or it it's a spell that is, doesn't have an end. 
But usually when you write something on a bay leaf, it has an end. Because the essence of a bay leaf only Depends lasts on for so long. what you write on it. We're talking about quick, simple little money magic spells. There's nothing quick when it comes to money magic. It happens when it happens. It depends. Sometimes it can happen the very next day. Sometimes. Sometimes. It just depends. And like I said, it usually if you're going to do something that requires refreshing, you tend to find items that you don't need to constantly use. Well, you wouldn't really want to reuse a bay leaf. Or constantly be using a bay leaf. That's what I said. When it comes to magic spells that require constant refreshing, well, you wouldn't want to end up using something that you're going to end up having to buy all the time because then it defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do. Gotta spend money to make money. True, but it's also when you have to think of it smart. Well, the money bowl is something that you have to refresh because over time the energy will get stagnant and not work anymore. Yes, that's the energy. But you're not refreshing everything that's in them. Depending on the person, but I you know could also you were add more energy to the to the spell. Putting in a little bit more energy. Yes, so often, but I'm talking about stagnant. I'm talking about the ingredients that you're putting in the money bowl. Yeah, over time you replace them. Yes. Or add more to it. But how often do you replace it? When you start noticing that the energies are getting a little stagnant and they need a little bit of refreshing. Energy replacement I get, but I was talking about the full purpose of the items. Yeah, you add to them. Money bowls are a Always a work in progress, and you're always adding to them. I know. And just adding a little bit more energy and a little bit more oomph to them to help them along. Mm-hmm. But like I'm saying, you wouldn't do a long-term money spell with the bay leaf. Unless it's like in a money bowl Not or in itself, no. Yes, but I'm just talking about just simply, you know, small little spells. Usually when the spell is done. Usually with that situation you're usually burning it. To light a fire under it and get it to come to you quickly. Yeah. Some Another people thing burn that will it. actually help with that is cinnamon. Add a little bit of cinnamon into it. Gives a little bit of fiery to it and gives it the little extra oomph. Yeah. But a lot of people 
don't really mess with fire all that often. So they'll end up putting it in their wallet. Some people, yes. Or they'll put it into their bag with some stones. So it just depends on what you do. You have to work with what you have, what you can do. Yeah. And there's a lot of different things you can find at, like, the dollar store, the grocery yeah. store for really cheap. You can find a lot of herbs, too, for your apothecary or your cupboard or your pantry or where you keep your magical items. Hey. You can find the candles in the glass jars. Or like we refer to them, the Jesus candles. Everyone refers to them as the Jesus candles. They're tech. But technically, the names for those are it's votive. They are not. How so? The votive candles are not the ones. Those are actually the pillar candles. The votive candles are the ones like the stick candles. Or they're the really short ones that go in the little glass. The little you put in the little glass jar. Mm, tea light? No. It's taller ones than that. Which is the votives? The votives are about, <laughs> I'd say about two, three inches tall. You realize that Jesus candles are not always all that big, right? They come in the little small votive size, too. And they're only 50 cents instead of a dollar. And why do we not have many of those? In every color possible? Because we haven't gone to the 99 cent store where they usually sell them at, like that. I think I know where we're going shopping. I'll just be walking around drawing. You are going to end up running into something. Don't I always? Well, I think we've exhausted what we can think of for the wonderful world of money magic. Stay tuned till right after this while I explain a couple nice little spells for you. Till next time. Au revoir. Before we go today, here's a little extra just to tide you over and get the work started. Got a couple spells for you, some simple ones, and a couple book recommendations. To start off, we have a candle spell for money growth which comes from the Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells. First, you carve and dress a green candle to express your desires. Place it on a saucer. Arrange coins around the base of the candle. Light the candle and chant, Money grow, money flow. Candle burn, watch me earn. Money grow, 
money flow. Flame shine. What I want is mine. Which is a simple little spell that you might be able to use and probably tweak to work for what you need it for. Another one is the red paper money spell. You start off by you write the amount that you need in gold ink on red paper. Fold the paper into square and carry it in your pocket, bra, or conjure bag. When the amount is accumulated, burn the paper together with the equivalent quantity of spirit money. Repeat as needed. And a good book recommendation just to get your mind working and get a little bit deeper into money magic and prosperity work is Financial Sorcery by Jason Miller. It's definitely a great book and a big eye-opener, which you can find as a physical copy, an audiobook, or an ebook. That is our episode for today. Catch us next week while we dive into something magical and possibly spiritual. Bye. Just one more thing before we sign off for the day. If you would like to send us any comments, concerns, or any questions. Or if you would like to support this podcast. Or for any future endeavors. Click the links below. Thank you. Yeah.